0: Gimel, today's daf is being studied in Shmuel tov Rami. Then Esther. We're starting the uh, the fifth parashah, Ketzad Me'aberin. This is talking about the uh, the border of the city. What we said, you have two thousand amar from the city, but sometimes you're able to uh, extend that border. It's not necessarily from the, uh, the last house Sometimes there's homes that are sticking out From the wall Or from the border So the Mishnah is going to say that you draw a line From the house that's sticking out You draw a line the whole way through Across And therefore you gain a little extra footage Or a uh, mod from the end of the city There's a in the gamara What's the right way of saying this word? we have with an ayin. Abirin means the, literally uh, pregnant. Pregnant means is an extension of the lady. So how do we extend a city like a lady that is me'obedet? nechnas, yoseh. Uh, so one way is you have a house that goes in and a house that goes out. At the, at the border, the houses are not flush with each other. One goes in, one goes out. Pagum uh, nechnas, pagum yose. What is Pigum. It would be like a uh, round building a round tower, so let's say you have the round tower, one is inside, and one because of its roundness causes it to jut out so they again it 's not flush, the towers or the buildings are uh, in and out zigzagging <laughs> or let's say you have at the end of the uh, at the end of the uh, border you have old old homes that were destroyed, or dilapidated walls, and also the rocks are, or the bricks are, going in and out, so all these cases over here, it says they were, 10 of Pachayim, V'Gisharim, V'Nefashot, Yishbem bet Gisharim are bridges, nifashot. as she says, these are like the tombstones, they put on the Kibarim. Yishbem bet and he's talking about over here, a bridge, where there's a watchman, if somebody lives, you know, underneath the bridge that uh, that, that that is, um, you know, shomer, we move the uh, yardstick against them, which means if let's say uh, you have over here at the border, let's talk about the case of houses, but it's the same concept. So you have a house over here, and you have a house over here; these are flush with each other, and all of a sudden you have one house that comes out a little. So you draw the line from the one that goes out. Now you don't draw it inside and then move out by the house and then move back in by the... You, move, you draw a straight line across the whole area that this house juts out. And what is what are you gaining by this? You're gaining that you start counting the 2,000 amma from the point of the jutting out. As opposed to, for the further point, exactly, as, as opposed to from the, from, from the city. So that's hadush, that's called an ibud. So all, all the Mishnah is giving you is different examples of ibud. You have ibud with houses, you have an ibud with, uh, with, with, with the towers, round towers. Imagine this is a round tower, so it's, 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 it's coming out. Or you have, uh, you know, uh, dilapidated uh, buildings at the end that are coming out and so on and so forth. Or you have a bridge and so on. But you make it from the, uh, from the end. Now, the, the next thing that the Mishnah is going to teach us is how do you measure? We saw this in the last paddock. How do you measure? Do you measure in a circle or do you measure in a square? It was going to be that you measure in a, a, a square. Well, basically, you take the city and you make a square of 2,000 amma around the city. What's the benefit of making a square around the city as opposed to, let's say, making a circle of 2,000 amma? Because when you make a square, you gain the corners. Again, if, you'd make the, if, if, if the city was, let's say, 2,000 by 2,000. Okay, it's a perfect square, the city itself. And then you make a square of 2,000 around it. So from the corners, you'd be able to go from the corner all the way to 2,000. of the square would give you like 2,800. Whereas if you'd make it a circle, you'd be losing those, uh, those corners over there. You'll see that in the Yamadad right now, Mishnah right now. You take the measuring stick. Against the part that's judging out. You make a square of two thousand amma around the city. Can she in the scarlet asaviot you in know order that you should you should benefit the corners? Look at the that Let's read the bottom the sheet on the amud bed first. כיסא מאברי מפדרש בגימורא pregnant. The city can become pregnant. How does <laughs> the city become pregnant? you גדרות מוציינ When you're coming to make the borders <laughs> of the city, You're coming to measure two thousand outside of it which means It's a it's a wall. You have a wall that's outside. It's It's not a it's not a, 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 a flush wall. It's a wall of houses. these homes that are attached to each other. That makes the, the natural border of the city. The there's one house that goes inside the city more than the next and is Piguma and from from the outside it looks like uh, you, you, you see the wall is like deficient uh, the ish the house that is there was walls, let's say, around the city. Second, You have round towers around the uh, buildings, coming out of the city of the wall. Sometimes they perchure inside, sometimes they perchure the outside. Or let's say one of the corners of the city Shivre choma betim. Have all dilapidated houses that were destroyed, and the walls of those houses over there protruding out. Those actually talk about that those walls. It's a different concept over there. Those dilapidated houses are within seventy-two amot of the city. We're going to learn that within seventy-two amot of the city. You extend that to the city. That's considered part of the city. In any event, all these cases continue on the next step. You make on the the graves. Let's say for argument's sake that she says. Let's say these protrusions are on the the northeastern side of the wall. So it says We look at it as if The Belita is also on the Southeastern side So we don't only extend the 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 border on one side We draw a line across the whole Eastern side, the north and the South side You would have said maybe yeah From from, from the place where it protrudes at You get 2000 Amah But the the place that are protruding in you got to go from there. No. You draw the line as if the whole thing is protruding out. <laughs> you measure from the string and out. Exactly. You don't want one one place short and one side long. You want it to be equal across the whole thing. And you make the T'humin, which is a square. That we want the 2,000 Amma on the corners, on the, on the ends, to be exactly like on the, in the middle. But now, don't make a circle around the city of 2,000 Amma. Because if you make a circle, you have 2,000 in the middle. But when you get to the corners as the circle cuts off the corners, so then you're not going to have the same Shuvis sadim Hemet Maatim. Kol like every circle. We're talking about let's say a perfect square city, but it doesn't matter. You make the square accordingly. But let's say in a so perfect square city, she'en ba'ele alpai We say the city is two thousand by two thousand. It's a perfect square, two thousand by two thousand. so the tohvim is automatically going to be squared. V'im ena mitu ba'im. We're going to say it's al alpai in the orka, or perotam ba'alpaiim. Lo abu mora which means when we say that there has to be a square, that's not going to be necessarily a square. Sometimes the shape of the ceiling is going to be like a rectangle. It's going to be a different type of shape. But the point is, the Churban the Midat Tzaydi im kateim orkan apayim. Because the point is that you're always going to make it a uh, 2,000 from all uh, places you're, you're not going to make it a circle around the city of 2,000 because then you're going to lose the, uh, 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 the, the, the corners if you look over here it um, gives you a picture that uh, so helps you well, you see here's the square city let's say right, they have 2,000 by 2,000 so if you make a square around the city which they're doing over here so you see, you uh, have two thousand amah from all sides, and if you go to the corner, you have it's more. It's more. You get by making a square, you'll get that extra uh, eight hundred uh, uh, amot where the uh, circle ends over here. But you're cutting off the corners, so you get, you're getting a little extra on the corners. So that's what they're telling you. To you want it want to, to be equal on all sides. Okay, now we get to the Gemara. Gemara begins. Now, now we get into semantics. semantic. Before we get into the, the, the Hanakha, there's a, there's a textural issue over here. What's the right text of the, of the Gemara, of the Mishnah? Is it with Ayin? Or is it Me'abberin with a Aleph? Okay, I know you're saying what's in upcoming now. One says it's like a pregnant, the city becomes pregnant. comes from just like a person has that are extended on his body. So too, the, 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 the city can have limbs, and the limbs cause an extension of the city. So it's the same concept. It's just that you're looking at it as a pregnant, or you're looking at it as a, as a limb. So it says to one Ever Ever. Meaning Ever Ever She says Ever Ever. Ever you add limbs to the city. If let's say you have a limb that's extending on the uh, the, uh, the southeast, you look like that limb is extending on the other side as well. What's the ayin, the shita? Ke'isha Like a lady that's pregnant. Okay, that's the first makhlukah, the aleph, or the ayin. Seemingly, there's not enough coming out. It's just semantics, uh, how to say the, the word continue. Me'arat ha'makpela, when it comes to the marat ha'makpela, on Hebron, Rab, Ushmuel, hadamar, Shnebatin, batin, zei lefnim Some say the marat was a, uh, a cave within a cave, or a room within a room. It was all flat, one level, and uh, one story, and you had a hitzona and then you had a penimit. You walked into one room, and then you walked into a, a back, the zoo, the fenim, the zoo. Like you see the picture over here, in the on the side. The hadamar by the aliyal al-gabab. And some say, no, there was actually a house with a aliyah on top. So it was a duplex. It was, you know, the, the first level, and you had another uh, roof uh, on top. Bish tamar, lemar, if you call it a that says that the barat and mechbedah was on top of each other. I knew Mechpela, mechpela sounds like lashon is uh, is double, meaning it's double. You have to you have you double layer, uh, you know, a uh, 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 roof. What are we saying it's Zublifti mizu, it's one within the other. My mechpela, what does mechpela mean? So it's This is coming to tell you how they were buried. That this this, plat, this plot over here had many zugot. Actually, four pairs of zugot mechpela double. Adamah haba, Avraham b'Sara, Efrayim b'Nevekah, and Yaakov b'Nei Adarshi. Me'aretta b'Cholim Meshum de'Pnulim Meshmarut Lashon All you want to know at the word mechpela is nakata hakam Meshum de'Pnulim He can ask the question, "What's going to do with the Erubin?" Since we were just discussing the, the, the Lashon of the Mishnah, uh, is it Me'aberin or Me'aberin? So giving all the other machlokot. Here they argue on the word machbilah. Does the word makhilah mean a bait and aliyah? Or does the word maqhbilah mean that it's doubled in pairs that were buried? So that's that's that, that's the connection over here. <coughs> Look at the Rashi on the words Shikifulabizugot, right under the picture. Shirikbiru Kulan Ishvi Ishto. They were buried men and wife, the Ainu, Zuzu, Tiktiev, Shama Kabruta Brahmi Sarah, they Okay, mamre kriyat. Okay, according to printing that says it was one room, was another room. My machpelah. <laughs> what is the Makpela <laughs> coming to uh, teach you over there? Mamre kriyat arba. Now, it says the pasuk mamre kriyat arba. That was uh, what they called the uh, the marzuban <laughs> mamre. Kriyat It's called Arba because it had the four pairs. Who were the four pairs? Adam, Bechava, Abraham, and Sarah, Yaakov, and It was the times of Amraphel. Ram, Shemo. Some say really his name was Nimrod. So what they call him Amraphel. She-Amar, Am Amar Nafal. He said the fall of Ramabinu in the in the fiery furnace. The Had Amar Am Raphel Shimon. So they know his real name was Am So why was his name called Nimrod Because he, called, he was a rebel against God. He caused everybody to rebel against. HaKadosh a new king rose on Egypt, Rabu Shmuel. Hadamar Hadash Ramash. Some say, no, was actually a, a new king. Hadamash hadashu gizirotav. No, it was the same old Paro. It's just that his, uh, his gizirot, his decrees became new. Hadamar Hadash Mammash. The opinion that says he was actually a new king. Tektiv, Hadash. We Read the word. Yaqub el Hadash. I'm going with the Pshat. Pshat is he was a new king. <coughs> Uma damage tahizutab, but according to the printer doesn't know he was the same old guy. He just got new decrees against the Jewish people. So, so what does he do? how does he know he was the same old guy? Midilok vayamot viyamlok. It never says vayamot. It just says el Shouldn't have said. It should have said that the first king died. Now Vayimloch the new king. But the fact that it doesn't say Vayamot, so he learned over there must be the same old king that just changed his gizzardot. According to opinion that says that his gizzardot changed and he just he had a new outlook against the Jewish people. How could it be? It says Yosef. It was the same old king for sure. that old king knew Yosef. How can the Masuch say It's Yosef. If he says it's a new king, a new king I ain't never heard of Yosef. He's a new guy I came from from far away. But if you say it's the same old king. How can I say show that Yosef? He made himself as if he didn't know Yosef. Which means he forgot about all the uh, things that Yosef did. So he knew Yosef. She Yosef. As a very, very interesting uh, piece that I found over here. All these what uh, What's the nafka mina that we need to know? If it's ma'verin with ayin, or ma'berin with aleph, or if the uh, marat makhpila was uh, one room into another room, or it was a duplex, or Amrafel, what his real name was, or Yaqum al if it's seemingly there's no... Halakhic ramification. It's like what the Gemara many times asks, "May the You know what was was. Who who, who really cares that the Gemara has to spend so much time on these details? Is there a nafkamina So I found that in all these cases over here, there is indeed nafkamina More than in the so he says like this. In the first machloket Ma'abirin or consider the city pregnant. Or do you consider those extensions like a limb? So the Chavra, it's the same point. The point is that the city has sometimes extensions. So it says, Let's say you have temporary homes that are uh, uh, outside the city. It's a temporary home. So if you learn pregnant... Pregnant is also temporary. The lady is not gonna be uh, extended forever, eventually she's gonna give birth. But if you learn ma'abirin, which is an evid, without the shame, a hand is pregnant, and then doesn't go away without the So therefore, to be anathkamina if you have the ghisa of ma'abirin or ma'in. The second was is ma'atmahbelah. What's a navkamina fit ma'at maqpilat maqpilat means it was a duplex, or so maqpilah means it was they were buried with with couples. So he said nafkamilah where a guy comes along and tells his friend, Ma'ala kifula ani muchilika. I'm selling you, Ma'ala kifula. That's the Lashon uh, that he uses. So, so according to one opinion, he's got to send them a duplex. That's what Kifullah means. According to the other opinion, no, he's got to uh, sell them a, a plot that is enough to bury four uh, 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 couples. So that's in, uh, in business. Then you have another Mahmoket. What was his name? Was his real name Amrafel? Or was his real name Nebrod? Nafkamina, You're not allowed to name your child after a rasha so then we want to know what was his real name if his real name was Amrafel so that's the Rasha name and therefore Nimrod was just a nickname but if his real name was Nimrod so therefore Nimrod is the name that you can't name after so (laughs) Nafkamina Kaminah Bishem you shouldn't name uh, your child after that what's the next Naf whether it's the same king or it's not the same king so (laughs) the passage says V'yakum Melech Hadash so Nafkamina brings down this let's say a guy tells his friend (laughs) Ba'it Hadash ani mochelecha Guy, guy puts an ad in the uh, newspaper. You know, new house, buy it hadash. Oh, so according to one opinion, you say the word hadash, it's got to be hadash mamash. But according to the other opinion, no, not enough to be hadash mamash. As long as you change something in the house, that's called hadash. This guy, this hadash shugesin he's going to so therefore go paint it. You know, do some uh, extensions to it. Tell hey, tell me, bite hadash I didn't say no. That's in, a in, in, in business, I gives another a beautiful nafkamina in the in the Torah law. It says, and you didn't uh, inaugurate it yet, you're part two from going to the wall. Oh, so, what does that mean? So, if the guy, he <laughs> you say, Hadash Mamma, it's going to be a new house. Or you say, no, exactly. The guy, uh, he painted. So, <laughs> get off the wall. so he goes, you know, he knocks down the, uh, the, the the wall or something, he starts to be extending or something. That's also Hadash. So, that's coming up if the soldier will be part two. So, therefore, these seemingly uh hashvash of insignificant machlokot uh, will have a hashlaya a a a a a nafkamina leinyan halachot. Okay, let's continue over here. Amar Rabbi Yochanan Yudchet Yamim Gadalti Ezel Rabbi Oshaya B'Rabbi. He says I learned for eighteen days by Rabbi Oshaya B'Rabbi. B'Rabbi means the great rabbi. And all the 18 days, I learned one thing from the Mishnah. What did he learn? That's it. Uh, That was the learned. That was all he picked up in 18 days. Because what are you talking about? The same Rabbi Yohanan said, 12 students had Rabbi Yohan Rabbi. I was there 18 days with them And I learned the heart of each one How great each one was How sharp as Jesus says each one was And how you know uh, 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 Great each one was when each one How much each one is a bigger Hashem than the next so it says so that's the question it sounds like he, he picked up a lot now you only tell me he picked up uh, one uh, hadush in the Mishnah so the says Le kol echad be kol echad gemara lo yeah he, he figured out the students' greatness the tradition from the Rabbi itself he didn't get he saw their own okhmad but he didn't get the tradition except for one thing the Aleph of the Mishnah minayu <laughs> gamar Minedide Well he learned from them, but I didn't learn from the rabbi yeah he learned a lot of things from braytoth and toseftot and, and other sources. but he said that I learned one thing regarding a mishnah and not the only thing that he learned. he learned other things as well. okay now the gemara says v'amar buanik shi'itim don't need the torah. and so we're going to be when we're sitting like this we're going to be. ha'ivu yoshvim arba'a arba'a be'amah. It was so tight, they were sitting four uh, uh, students in every Amma, which is a very, very, very tight uh, uh, quarter over there. Six students in a small Amma was in his generation going to be me in his generation What's the, what's the example? So it says Again, what's the point about where They were sitting in such close quarters Because they wanted to listen to the Rabbi So everybody was huddling in the small area In order to hear the words of the Hakam He was going to be me in his generation The students couldn't Get to the bottom of his understanding It was so deep that The students couldn't plummet the depths of his words (coughs) they couldn't understand the depth of his (coughs) of his his, his understanding (coughs) wow, the heart of the earlier rabbis, it was so wide open, it was wide open like like a big uh, uh, hole the the, the hearts were open to understand wisdom The Ulam is the The, 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 the Ulam was, uh, was, was very right. she says, it was actually 20 amma wide. But the later rabbis, Hechal, it was only 10 amma wide. That their hearts already became narrow. There was less chokmah, there was less understanding. The Anu is an us. our heart already is the size of a pin needle, the hole in a needle. Rishonim. Who's these rabbis of the Rishonim? Rabbi Akiva, Aharonim. Rabbi Elazar ben Shemu'ah. He got the Rishonim. Rabbi Elazar ben Aharonim. Rabbi Rabbi. We're Anu. We're she says, kiyatid, like a nail that you have to bang into the into the wall. And you after you bang it into the wall, It's difficult to bang in the wall, you have a little a little hole in the wall, but it's very difficult to get that nail into the wall until you bang it in. So he says, Kach anu We don't understand what we're hearing. Just like the banging is because is a little hole is very little. So that's all we're able to uh, to perceive. Amarava, ve'anan and us ki It's like sticking our finger in wax when it comes to trying to understand sevara on, on on wax that she understands it. Bishaba kasha on dry wax and hard wax. They can't even make a hole in it. There's only a little, uh, a little, a little, little Now, Abayez Ravah live in the same generation. So they're not talking about the Yerida from Abayez to, to Naba. They're the same generation. They're talking about two different concepts. The first time, if you make a diuk and the Gemara, Abayez Lashun was the Gemara. The Gemara meant over here to learn, to remember the sugyot. Because in the old days everything was Baal Teh. So he says, the Gebradis, in order to remember the, the, the tradition, our brains are like the, uh, 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 like the, what uh, let the Like difficult banging into our heads. Like you have to bang a, a, a nail into a uh, wall in order to get a little to to, uh, to go in. And Rabah came along and said, Yeah, He is Baebek that in order to understand, not to Gemara, for Svarah, in order to understand the it's like sticking a hand in wax and, and dry wax. How much comes out? How much comes out? A little, a little wax remains on your, your finger. The understanding is is minimal. That's one way of understanding the difference between the, the two opinions. That's actually the Maharsha. Let's look at the Maharsha inside. We have to at the Maharsha inside, and we have this gimalyot now, so we can look at it. Open up. Open up open Maharsha. Open up Maharsha. That's why I want you to see it inside. Nun let's, Gimal. Let's find the Maharsha first. Right after the uh, Rosh. Open up the Daf Nun Gimal. Gimal Okay, beautiful Here it see this on page Lambid Fet In the Maharsha Page of the Maharsha Amar Abba Anan over here Second column You have Gimariot boys? We should have 20 Gimariot over here There's still two more left Bring them, look inside <laughs> You have to see the chakimot. Maharsha, change love, is hit. Second column, Amaraba, the Anan. David, you got it there? No. God. You don't have a good one up front of you? No, I have it. I don't know what the second column is. What do you mean? You you went to it all day long, you know, in front of the Maharsha. No, I found the Maharsha, I don't know what it's called. Amaraba, Just listen. Abayeh b'Rava B'don Echad Hayu Abayeh and were in the same generation So therefore they weren't Talking about a yirida Like all the other Rabbis were talking about This was Petroshen Ulam And this was Petroshen Hekal. And we don't even have uh, uh, an understanding Like the opening of a needle Abayeh and Rava were well, they comparing it Together the tradition that he received from his Rabbi Shahid Torah Agadol. It was great, great difficulty. I had to review it many times before. I would remember it. Otherwise, the forgetfulness was very, very prevalent. Just like the nail. The nail doesn't go into the wall easily. You got to bang it in until it, until it sticks with the knas Just as a side point. From here, is we learned a very important lesson in learning. Professor comes along many times Boy That's learning in the yeshiva Or boys learning in the, in the gemarot over here and he says, Rabbi, I, I have a depression What's your depression? I can't remember my learning I don't remember anything This is nothing but ga'ba You learned the shugya once And now you expect to remember it As if uh, you remember something That you reviewed 150 times You're not expected to remember something If you're only going to learn it once a Bayer, who certainly had a photographic memory, we're not questioning Bayer's, and he's saying on himself that our memory to try to remember what was said was so difficult, it was like banging, uh, and it came with great Torah. What is the Torah he's talking about? Hazara. Without Hazara, it's impossible to think that you're going to remember the learning properly. You cannot compare <laughs> someone that reviews a sugyah even one time. It already makes the memory a hundred times greater t- for it to stick than if somebody just learned it once. And every time a person reviews it, it's, 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 it's just as much. One time, somebody went to Rabbi Feinstein, Abashalom Shalom, and told them, uh, asked them a question, and the Rabbi said, yeah, It's a shach uh, over here in uh, this uh, Siman. Uh, the guy said, uh, I know that shach that you're talking about, Rabbi. I just learned it. It uh, doesn't matter anyway, but I think it's Kav But what's, what's the difference? Uh, the point is you're right. That's the shakh. It's, uh, the, whatever it is. So Moshe uh, said, it's Kav Bet. So he went back and said, okay, I think it's Kav Giman. They, they, ch- they took it I have no doubt it's Kav Bet. They were talking. Wasn't Obviously it wasn't being a mehutzah. They were talking. So the rabbi said, don't think I have such a good memory. He said, I did Yore ah 200 times. So uh, just from the mere... Hazara, so I know exactly uh, the Sif Qatar It's nothing to do with uh, that's a, uh, t- To think that uh, uh, Remembering is going to come without Hazara Take a lesson from Rabbi Yeh Aval <speaking in Hebrew> was talking about a different concept Sevara. <speaking in Hebrew> adam Trying to understand the logic of what the Rabbi is saying Who <speaking> kashayyotin <Hebrew> It's even more difficult <speaking in> ba'ata <Hebrew> When you're making a, trying to make a hole into dry uh, uh, wax, that's way that she learned that at least. Or if you learn it's wet wax, what happens? You stick your finger in, it makes a hole temporarily. What happens when you take your finger out? It closes right up. And therefore, in Sevara, it was it was like that. As much as you tried to understand it, it was the So he told it like that it was that it was hard wax. If you say it's hard wax, what sticks? A little, you make a, you put your you your finger in it, a little, a little sebarah stuck. If you learn like it was wet wax, like some of the other you've learned, he didn't have any, any sebarah. Again, he's trying to say that in order to succeed in this type of limud called uh, Talmud, it takes great effort. Then there's a karon, and then the sebarah. Keep the masha open over there. We go back to our yamara. Yabrach goes on and continues, Amar Ebed Amar B'nei Yehuda, Shekbidu'a l'shonam, D'etkaima, Toratam B'yada, B'nei Yehuda, that they were makbid, they were particular, as she says, to speak, Bilashon sah they spoke a clear language they didn't speak lashon Megune, a derogatory language or a language that is, uh, that is lacking that is delinquent so the Torah stuck it seemed that there was a connection between the Torah and the language that they spoke but the people of Galil they weren't careful on their lashon so it says, They didn't have success in their learning. So it was a midah So what are they got to do with the others? What is success going to do with the kepeda? How careful they are in their, in their speech. no and that they were and when they heard something from their rabbi. They were sticklers to make sure that they repeat it exactly like the rabbi said. They were of the rab. and then they made simanim in order to remember their learning. That means they made a mental, uh, you know, simanim. How they going to remember what the rabbi said? it's and so they remembered it. As she says in the second line, They reviewed it with the same exact. What lashon they heard from the rabbi? This you shumim apishimua, aharshimua, and now they heard one halacha after another. So ayunotimem siman zuachazu. They put simanim so they can remember each halacha. Ometokag shayun bedekdekim lashon yudim la ner simanim na'im. Then amistakim him. Since they had the right lashon they heard from the rabbi, so they're able to put simanim that were against that lashon. Therefore, the, they had success. However, Bene Galid, the Lord Daikilishnam, the Lord Matehelu Simaneh, the Lord Toratam. They went up in the the Lashon, and once they went up in the the Lashon, they didn't put that were correct, therefore they didn't remember their learning. B'nei Yudam, another thing. B'nei Yudam Mehad Bineyud that they learned from one rabbi. When it comes to girsah, when it comes to getting the text, you have to learn from one rabbi. Because if you learn from many rabbis, each, each rabbi is going to give a different text, you get confused. So Binehu that they learned the from one rabbi, they succeeded Mashaikan, the learned from many rabbis, they got confused. That's what it says the Mishnah are why why limiting it to one rabbi? Because there's said many rabbis. He said, no, oh, when it comes to Gerisa, then you should make only one rabbi. To get the text, you're going to get many different appearing opinions. When it comes to Sevarah, of course, you start when you're young to this rabbi, and then you go to a different rabbi, and you go to, But when it comes to the actual Gerisa itself, I say Lecha Rab, comes again and says, amar, b'nei yuda Another success story of B'nei yuda. They taught the masekhtot, galu masekhta. They revealed the masekhtot. It means they taught the Torah that they learned to others. That kaima Torah tam be yadam. So they succeeded. Benegali de lo galu masekhta. So benegali de They didn't reveal the Torah to others. They didn't teach it to others. Lo net kaima Torah tam be yadam. Rashi says Some say it means that. Ganuma sechta that they went into the reasons for everything. Therefore, they had a better understanding of all the things. Now the Gemara says about Tutsadikim David and Shaul Amelik. David Ganuma sechta. David taught the Torah to others. Shaul no but Shaul David the Ganuma David that taught the others. Ketiv be. What does it say? Yedeh Echa Yeruni Vysmachol. That the students were happy. שאוד לא לגלם people to <laughs> David HaMelech was teaching Torah to others remember David HaMelech said my hands are dirty With the blood and the, 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 the embryos In order to allow a lady to become uh, 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 permissible to her husband And he said And he said And said Taught others. however Shaul did not and what did he say yeah, she, top line whenever he would say halakha he wasn't zokhe to get halakha why? because he didn't teach to others Now we are Shaul HaMelech's business Shaul HaMelech killed the city of Nov Irakohanim Nov Irakohanim helped David HaMelech when David HaMelech was running away so the the the, the 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 Shaul received a Lashonara from the Egedumi, and the way he told him that these people in Nov are rebellious to the king because they're feeding the enemy, they're feeding the uh, David. <coughs> so he understood that as the rebellious, and he killed all city of Nov in a How do not know God forgave him for that? So it says in the passage, when when Shaul the brought down the soul of Shemuel the Navi to ask Shemuel a question, Shemuel told uh, uh, Shaul the following: Tomorrow he predicted he's gonna die in the war. But tomorrow he'll be with me. Baziyya in me. In In my domain, which means he's gonna be with Shah Obviously, God must have forgiven him if he's gonna be with us, his level over there. So the Abba comes along and says, "If somebody can ask the people of Yehuda, because the people of Yehuda were very careful and they're not shown, ask them what the proper text of our Mishnah is: is it Abberin with a Aleph or Abberin with an Ayin? Or there's another Mishnah bechorot, Tena'akuzot Tena' or Akuzot Tena'." There's a talk about a, 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 a bechor, and uh, the talk about where we have a mum. Nachis says, "Gebemumim She has one betza. So if he has only one bit it's considered a mum. So the Akiva says they put him on his Akuzo, Akuzo is his backside in order to check how many bits he has. So how do you say the backside of the animal, the hind of the animal? Do you say akuzo with a hind, or akuzo? else? if anybody sees the nayuda, ask him this question. shiilinu no? they ask them. The le go either way. Where do you see that? Benei were careful in their language. gavan What color is your talit? Like the color of beets when they are still attached to the ground. Which means they are uh, very, very green. Which means he's giving them a particular that are still attached. Wow, very. That he's giving them the exact. Exact color. But when he you see that the people of Galil? They were not careful in their language. So Gabriel tells a few stories. He was walking and saying, Amar Leman. Le he was selling Amar. We don't know what Amar is. Amar can sound like a lot of words, but he wasn't careful. He said, Who wants Amar? Who wants Amar? So the people who heard the salesman. They tell him, "What are you selling?" you foolish Galilean. are you selling a donkey, Hamar, to ride on, or Hamar or are you selling wine to drink, or are you selling Hamar are you selling wool to wear, or Imar Or are you selling a sheep in order to slaughter it? His language was not clear. So he said, Amar, 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 Amar." Is it Hamar? Is it Hamra? Is it Imar? What are you talking about? She wanted to tell her friend. In the olden days, when they called French, they said, Shlubati. Shlubati is my friend. Come my friend, I want to give you... uh, Something to drink. Well what? Milk? Oh fat. Okay, well something to eat. Okay, come on in. But she didn't say it correctly. So it ended up sounding like what? shlukti. shluchti. means nothing. It's a word that has no 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 meaning. you can eat eaten by a lion. All those words sound the same. Instead of saying de she was saying the words so close to each other That it sounded like she was saying You know, come and let the lion come eat you Because so they were not careful and they were short. Another story She came in front of the judges It seems that she got stolen a, uh, She had a table Or a board That was stolen from her And she, she wanted to say Marakiri Marakiri means I had a table I'm saying what she wanted to say And it was stolen from me And this is what, what was it When I would sit on it It was so big That my feet did not reach the ground That's what she wanted to say Which means my master I had a table The table was stolen from me It was a big, big table over there That when I would sit on it Or when I would lie on it My feet would not even reach the ground Okay, what did they say about that? Instead of saying uh, "my master," she said "abri, my servant." She's on the rabbi. My servant, you had a bean, I had a bean and they stole it from me. And now it's so big that if they would hang you from it, your legs do not reach the ground. Uh, this a whole different, right. different story of it. Calling from me, it's so big if you would hang from it, you wouldn't reach. She changed the whole thing. the uh, bee had a when she was speaking amra She would say in front of the bee, alat. What is alat? Alat is the name of a kale that they fill with wine And uh, from there They put it into the Into the, into the cups Nakfat Bakad What does that mean? That the wine in the barrel Is already almost finished So she would say again Amrah Alat Nakfat Bakad yidun nishraya Likinihon Let the uh, Was that no, the mischief? The like right, let the eagles go back to their to their nests, which means there's no more wine. We ran out of wine. Let the eagles go home. <laughs> or yade batar Or you have to open up a, another barrel, or you're going to lose another barrel. So he says here Since <laughs> there's only a little wine left in the barrel. So, if the rabbi, if the students are going to stay in the house, so you're going to have to open up another barrel. And uh, you're going to, you to finish that one also. So, get rid of them. So, they're going to have to open up another barrel. Or, rabbi, anyway, they're getting up. So, don't open the new bag because they're leaving, they're leaving soon anyway. So, she was giving chokmah. Yidun nishnayakin, either they should go home or yadeh batarcham b'ertami nay. are going to lose another, uh, you'll lose its friend. Okay, zemin amar la yidun nishnayah likin nihon. Sometimes she would say, "Let the eagles go back to their uh, to their nest." I Means the students should go home. Bechad hava baed li'tbun. However, when they wanted to stay in the house, Haba amar la. bee would tell us shivcha yadeh batarcham b'ertami nay open up a new uh, barrel and fill up the alat like a boat that's in the water which which means once you open up a new barrel so the carry that you fill up will float on the top when the barrel is empty it it, it sinks to the bottom open up a new barrel and let the cup float on top meaning Open a bruchah for the for the tamidim. Okay, all different ways of stalking uh, over it. Rabbi Yosei Asian ki abam mishta'eh b'shon chokmah. And he used to well, he used to talk in chokmah, and he wanted the uh, I guess the service to prepare for him the food, but they the, the, he didn't want people to understand what he was saying. Amar asud ishur mishpat betur miskin. What's a shur? Shur is a tor, like an axe. Mishpat is din. Okay so what is he saying what's Shon mishpat ah tor din tor din is teradim teradim is beats. he would say it in the, in the Hebrew give me shor mishpat Shon in Aramaic is tor mishpat is din so tor din ok now what else did he say then he says uh, shor mishpat bitur mishkin so what's tor tor is a, a mountain and mishkin is a a dal a poor person so it's hardal Hardal meaning with mustard Hardal is spoken in code Meat with mustard Delicious V'chad Abba Bush Bizar When he wanted to uh, Ask the wayfarers You know, how's everybody doing He would say Amar Ha'cheh Givar Pum Den Hai Okay, what's Givar? Givar means a person Ish Pum is a mouth. Den is zeh. And high is alive, Which means, Gevar pum den hai. Mazu Is he okay? So let's see these words again. Gevar is ish. Pum is piso ush. Pi zeh. Ushpizeh is the Ushpizeh, the one that's hosting. How is your host? So instead of saying the word Ushpizeh, he would say give up. that's Ish. E. P is, mouth is, is P, boom is P. And then he would say, Ben is there. So Ushpizeh, <laughs> Ushpizeh the your host. Mazut how's he doing? Rabbi Abu, Ki ava mishta'e, b'shel chokhmah, hava amana Atrigu le What does that mean? Make the coals, burn them up until they become red like in etrog. Arki'u le Put on the stove the coals that are red like gold in order that I could uh, warm myself. And make me uh, two chickens. That know the difference between day and night. They know the difference between day and night. Look at her on that one. The she says, go to the bottom there. Yeah, first wide line. Uh, uh, what was the trog? That's the one I want to get there. Atrigu l'pechameen. Hab'iru pahamin Burn the coals. L'iyot ke etrog." She well, is the OGALIMA ALPIA KIRA read it, look. What do he say here? He learns it differently to Break them up into pieces. Okay, and KIRU, I can't have been, GALLORANSHOT, the RED, MEGIDEM BARATATEN NIGOLIM. onot know the time of night. That was his way of saying prepare for me two chickens over there on the on the roasted chickens. And the says some say vi asudi bahem shna magida which means you should cook or roast the chickens on the coals. Amru le rabanan lebi abu haspinenu hekan rabbi alay safun they said, show us where the BLI is buried. They didn't know where the BLI was buried. They want to know where they were buried. They told them that... Nashi... Code word. Had has been Look at the second on Nashi. Had has been innu. Let's go to Sophia. Let's go to <laughs> <Where is> he <laughs> He's sleeping. What was the exact question? He married a new, wife. he married a new, a new wife. Right. <laughs> He's happy tonight with a new wife. Aharonit was <laughs> Aharonit. And now he's sleeping Amri there So they told him What does he mean by saying that He's explaining now Isha That he got married to a, uh, a A new wife over there And he's happy Now she must have been a Kohen uh, Because Ahuranit is So therefore he married a bat Kohen And therefore he's, uh, he's with her His first wife died obviously And therefore he married her after that Idanit what does Idanith mean? Ba'alat uh-huh. She's a very charming woman. And she's very sharp. Idanith means like a'ir. She needs to be awake. She's very, very, you know, on the ball like. Vinayirato. So he says, She's uh-huh. keeping him up at night. Therefore, he's, uh, he's with her. Uh, now that's the next line. And some say that... So, therefore, Alad ben Ala Ahuranit, he's happy in the Limud Masikta Masseedir Kadashin, which talks about the laws of the Qalim. He's learning Kadashin, the Sukhma sons. what is Ahuranit? That he finished another Masikhet, and he started a new Masikhet, that's very deep, very deep, and it's keeping him up. So, he either married a new wife from Aaron and Kohen, that's keeping him up at night because he's very sharp, or he's not in a room. and Masenka That's also keeping him uh, busy. That's why he's not around. Amri <laughs> Ai. <laughs> they told Rabbi Al-Ai where Spinenu Rabbi Abahu Safun. Where is Rabbi Abahu hiding? <laughs> he got the mission from the Nasi Vein Giv, and he went to the Negev to the south push <laughs> it in order to go sit in front of the elders of the south over there with the Hakamim. They called if him if Mefiboshet. was a great rabbi of his generation. So he went to the south. He went to sit by the Hakamim in the south over there. So nobody ever um, beat me, or. Over, it got the better of me when it came to words, except three times: a lady, a child, and a boy and a girl. So let's get some of these stories here. We we'll got one of them now. What <speaking in Spanish> was the story with a lady? The <speaking in Spanish> famous story. He said, "I ate by a certain Aksanya that was making for me seuda astali fudin. Fudin beans." The first day I ate them, no leftovers. The next day, she made them again, leave no leftovers. She put too much salt over there. Which means, I wasn't able to eat them. Once I tasted it, it was too salty. I pulled back. Amrali, Rabbi, with pneuma inca soat. How come you're not eating? Amati da not tired. Kevar saatim mi beodjum. You don't want to embarrass me. I ate already in the afternoon. I'm not not hungry. Amrali, <laughs> I alecha nemshuki andirka min a So if you ate already, where'd you eat all the bread for? Many of you were full, but you ate the bread. So therefore from the fact that you ate the bread That means you were hungry Which means Exactly Which means maybe you forgot To leave a little From the other Tavshidim And therefore now you're embarrassed Because you ate the first two days You ate the whole thing So now you're embarrassed that you didn't leave anything over In the first two days So now you want to make it up and leave over over here didn't you hear what the rabbi said which means when the shemosh takes the food from the pot and puts it in the plate you don't leave anything in the in the pot. However, the ochlim and the they should leave it. I mean, that's what you're doing. So she got him. So maybe the reason why you're leaving all because you should have left over something uh, the first couple of days, you're right. You're allowed to empty the pot out. The shamuk should leave anything in the pot, but in the plate, yeah, you leave it all over. he says he says I was I was uh, defeated by the uh, by the lady over here. Let's just read. Let's go read one Maharsha, uh, and then we'll continue this tomorrow. Look at Maharsha. Let's read the one. See it? Right? Some say, where was the BLI, oh he's learning, uh, he's learning. So uh, the masjid what do you mean with learning? Pirushadashi, Kadashim. Right? Meaning the Seder talks about Aharon and Kohen and his sons. Ahoranit Siyem Akir. And Ahoranit means he finished another Masekid before this, and he's starting a new Masekid. So Ahoranit Ahoranit. So he says, he said, I don't like the 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 the, the, the lashon. The way is, is from Yisroel ah, He was learning seder, not kaddashim. What is to do with the kohanim. And the Kohanim have the obligation to remain tare not become tameh. velo Yisrael. Again, she said, "Gan can shayke be i Even be kohanim." Of course, Tara applies to Yisrael also, but the main tare applies to the Kohanim. So when he said, Ahoranit, Aaronim means he learned Maseket Taharot, which applies to the Kohanim. Kemoseder seder the Perush Hashem shees. Seder Kadeshim applies to Israel also. The Yisrael nami shayke be elad uh-huh. That's where he learns Ahoranit. Seder Taro, which is the sixth Seder of Meshitayot, which is Ahoranit, which is the last. And Zana she learned she Ahoranit, Seder Kadashin. Ahoranit, he just finished another Masecher, and he started a new one. Majl doesn't like that he says no he learnt Ahoranit a seder talks about Aharon HaKohan's laws which is Taurot which is Ahoranit which is the last seder in Mesh'tayot when I seder <speaking> kadashim she is not Ahoranit but in the name seder kadashim is not the last of the sederim and we Nami Qiranit and she amuka It's very, very deep and difficult. When they said to the Bi'akiva, they said, "Go stick to the gaim and uh, ahalot That's your uh, forte. The gaim and ahalot is very, very difficult stuff. That's what it says It keeps a person, you know, sharp. and therefore kept them up in the learning. Look at the next one. Shemeh. Gad uh-huh. which means she said maybe it's because you didn't leave over. She said it even though we know he didn't leave over, but she said maybe because she didn't she wanted to give him a, a, a musav which uh, means she, she did it on purpose she, she salted the food the third time on purpose to give them the musan so, uh, what, 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 are you, uh, what are you eating all the food you want to play leave it a over them the musan the uh, Which means it, she was uh, uh, the derich that you leave for the shamosh. You, you, don't, you don't leave over to throw in the garbage, you leave over in the plate of so the shamosh will eat the the leftovers. But over here, you were mikalkil the sewda by not leaving over. So she was mikalkil the food in order to miss them. They was mikalkil the sewda in the sense that they didn't leave over for the shamosh. Now, what was the rabbi thinking? How come like the rabbi ate the whole uh, plate? says, the sarikh loa de rebi Lo Loa ya hash le hakiman de eno ela malchut de rik edits. That's an alacha shuhana ruch like a dean. It's a. They did It's like a formality. It's not a dean. They not even know it. Not everybody knows. It wasn't like he was going against halacha. Uh, it was the formality formality, leaving and leaving all over. But she was very—it was a you know, very formal uh, lady over it. There. Therefore, said okay. That's